0: Emails work way better than social media because people are on social media for entertainment and for um, fun and they're not really there to purchase. It's also Mm -hmm. much harder to get in front of your audience because of algorithms. Email is where people um, build those relationships to make those sales.
1: Hello, welcome to Monetizing Mompreneurs podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendible. Sarah Dickinson is a newsletter specialist with three passions writing, storytelling, and her kids. She spent 10 years freelance writing in the digital marketing space while raising her 2 neurospicy neuro-spicy children. And when her most precious role as a mom was winding down, she founded her business, The Nerdy Quill. Sarah now uses her passion for writing and knowledge of how to utilize words to build relationships. She works with women Queer business owners to help them share their stories and wisdom with their audience through their newsletters, whether you choose to have it done for you or she teaches you how to do it all yourself. Sarah's expertise will have your people calling you family in no time. Sarah, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
1: I am so excited because you are in our blooper series this holiday season. So it's so amazing to have you. And can you tell us, tell us your most pressing blooper that you currently have on your mind?
0: Okay, so um, my biggest work blooper um, was, so um, like you mentioned in, um, my bio my children are neurospicy. so my young, uh, my oldest is attention deficit and my youngest my daughter is autistic and with her being autistic the world kind of revolves around her and she very much uses the internet to sort of identify with the world and communicate it's sort of her whole life and when the internet is not working quite the way she wants it to um, she it frustrates her so I was in the middle and I work from home so I was in the middle of a very important client call and the internet was not working quite as fast as she wanted it to so she took it upon herself to reset the internet (laughs) so all of a sudden the internet completely went out in the middle of my very important client call um and so obviously the call went off there was no internet and um I had to you know try and I had to do some follow-up and that kind of thing and rebook the call because yeah she just walked into the living room and turned the internet off and on again
1: (laughs) oh my gosh
0: um, yeah that was kind of a fun one And it was like, um, I have to explain to, to my client that, yeah, my, my daughter decided the internet wasn't working fast enough and turned the, uh, turned the internet off. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) As, um, as a mompreneur working from home, you have had a few things happen, right? Like the internet coming out. So when you have done, what have you done to like recover from, from them? Like this moment happened. What did you do? Did you... Did like call the client? Did you text them, <laughs> email and um, you know, Gmail?
0: Yeah, so I immediately emailed the client um, as well as reached out on Facebook because I knew the client was also spent a lot of time on Facebook and in Messenger and that's sort of where we had initially connected. And just, you know, transparency, full transparency. I am so sorry that this happened. Yeah. Um. I have a neurospicy child that decided the internet wasn't working to their liking <laughs> and turned it off. And I'm so sorry. These are you know glitches that happened. And uh, can we rebook? And I have found with um with most of my clients. Well, I would say with all of my clients because um the people that I work with. Um, are all very open, because I'm open with uh, who I work with and about who I am. And, you know, my family, they're, they're all very open and accepting and understanding that I have neuro spicy kids, and that family is very important to me. So yeah, um, just being transparent and saying, I'm I'm very sorry, (laughs) happened, can we reschedule? So I'm, I'm very lucky that way to, uh, to be that people are very understanding. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: I remember when I was hosting one of our small monetizing entrepreneur summits and I, the person was presenting and I didn't think that if I left my camera on that, anybody could see me. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's just them. Everybody's just seeing them. Nobody's seeing me. And I brought my lunch. <laughs> I I left the room I, I went really fast and got my lunch because my husband got me some like really spicy jerk beef I don't know if you ever heard of it it was so good yeah but very spicy and I'm eating it like my life depended on it thinking that my camera was off or that nobody could see me and I <laughs> and <laughs> and then my um the person I was hosting with was like do you have your camera, you have your camera on I was like, now you tell me, she told me at the end, like, you have your camera on. Yes. Yes. So everybody saw, if anybody saw me there, they saw me pretty much like gobbling down my food and like, it was spicy. So I was like
0: sniffling. And- oh, no. <laughs> See, I haven't had, I haven't had anything like that's directly affected me like that. Cause I'm really paranoid about like people seeing me but like my kids have no shame they are just like whatever world this is me and (laughs) and like and my daughter especially like with her being autistic she's just like whatever what you see is what you get and Mm. so and she's prone to nosebleeds so like she's just like walked into the room with like blood gushing down her face while I'm on camera and being like, mom, I need you. And like the poor person on this, on camera with me is horrified and going, what is happening? Like, we need to get off this call right now. You need to go attend to your child. And I'm like, no, it's okay. You know, like, Khaim, just go into the bathroom and get your nose because she has these little things that go on her nose. Yeah. Because it happens so frequently. And wow. I'm like, no, Khaim, yeah. why are you even coming in here? You know what to do. Just go get your nose plugs, right? Mm-hmm. And it's horrifying the person on the other end. And what kind of, thinking what kind of mother am I? I'm like, just, can, can you just give me like two minutes and I'll go and help her find her nose <laughs>
1: yeah. did you
0: Have you ever had any
1: like, um bloopers when it comes to because you're you write newsletters right yeah. so ha- have you ever like made a mistake and sent something out that you know I've oh, I've yeah. had like I had to send out like oops sorry guys this was a, sent out in mi- by
0: mistake yeah I there. sent I sent a newsletter I've sent um I've sent an uh email to a client that was meant for my sister and only once have I sent a newsletter, like to, I've sent to, um, a portion of my list. I'm um, not to my whole list, thank goodness, but I had held a masterclass and then I sent a newsletter to the, um, people that attended the masterclass that was meant, um, to go to my kid's university. Um, and, um, well, it was meant to go to an instructor at my child's university who had been um less than inclusive. Mm. So it was a strongly worded message.
1: Ooh. Ooh did you get a good response?
0: I did, actually. I did. It was a very supportive response. They saw a different side
1: of you. <laughs>
0: a whole nother side of me. It was full of attitude and anger and mama bear and mm yeah, that should not have gone out to my newsletter list. But it did. And then of course, I had to send an apology of I am so sorry, you had to see that. And yes, I did get a number of responses back saying, hey, well, um, it's nice to see your values fully on display. (laughs) Like (laughs) there's, there's no hiding who you are now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I did get a. I did get a few unsubscribes. That okay. is uh that is for sure. Yep, there were some people who did not like seeing that side of me. But, you know what? That's the Yeah, I mean, cuz coming right? into their
1: inbox they're like, is she talking to me? You know.
0: Giving <laughs> <laughs> me yeah. this ass. <laughs> yeah. So that oh, that's man. that's probably the the biggest and um uh the the biggest blooper and the one that sort of weighs like that's the one that sort of Sort of haunts me. Is it's it's the one that's not not the funny story that I tell. It's not the funny blooper, you know. Yeah. I mean, now you're
1: laughing at it, right? It, it wasn't funny at the time, but yeah, you can look back now and kind yeah. of like, well that was yeah. an oops. Uh, it was a
0: huge oops. It was a big oops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but luckily, I've um I've never had an oops like that. Like I've never had an oops like that when dealing with clients and because i'm just i'm very very careful i'm so careful yeah. and
1: and yeah. what do you use to send out your newsletter cuz that's kind of like you you use like uh active campaign convert kit, i use or-
0: i use mailerlite
1: mailerlite okay
0: yes but when i'm following up with a masterclass like directly from a masterclass oh. i do it directly from my personal email right so like when I said it only went out to a uh, portion of my list it was because it was a direct follow-up from a master class oh my gosh
1: so how do you host your master class
0: um I just host them over zoom so they just
1: they just log into zoom
0: yeah I send them a link to log into zoom and welcome um, to the master class yeah
1: oh wow that's uh, that's that's pretty good I like it yeah I got (laughs) a because you know because you sometimes we complicate things oh master class has to be on our webinar
0: <laughs> yeah no you know what I like to do things as simple and easy which is part of the reason why I love Mailer MailerLite so much because it is like it is the easiest platform for newsletters that yeah. you can get I love I also love ConvertKit but it's um it's a little more technical it is. You have to have a little bit more know-how and there's a little bit of coding involved. MailerLite is so easy. It's drag and drop. The templates are amazing. It's so user-friendly. So that's yeah. that's the reason I use it. That's the reason I like it as a newsletter specialist, especially because, you know, a lot of my clients are like, I just don't have time to learn anything new. So mm-hmm. I'm like, go with MailerLite. It's easy.
1: Yeah, I definitely recommend mailer like if you're having if you have below a thousand subscribers because it's yes, for free. sure it is you know it right, is and it's easy it's easy yep. and it's free so like boom just get in there and start building your list because yep. they have the landing pages they got the forms all of that for free to get you over the hump right
0: absolutely
1: absolutely because you know? why would you have um you know why would you be paying monthly and you have less than a hundred six hundred less than a thousand really right Cause I don't, they say that it's more impressionable. Like once you have a thousand, that means you're really getting, gaining traction. You're knowing who you're speaking to, right?
0: Yep. For sure. For sure.
1: So what do you work on your clients when it comes to newsletters? Do you work with a certain type of client? Is it entrepreneurs? Is it all about email marketing or what, what does, what do you work with?
0: So I work with women and queer business owners And um, I work with service providers. I don't do product-based businesses because that's a whole nother ball of wax. So I work with service providers. And um, it's about building relationships. So there's a big difference between writing marketing emails and writing newsletters designed to build relationships. Oh,
1: what what is the difference?
0: So uh, a marketing email is for are one purpose and one purpose only and that's to directly sell your your offer directly to sell whatever you're selling so you know when you like go to a store and you buy a t-shirt or something like that and they ask you for your email and then like your inbox is immediately filled with look at what else we can sell you buy our thing buy our thing buy our thing like people are just exhausted with those types of emails so what I do is I help you write your newsletters. What your newsletters are is they're designed to build relationships. They deliver value. So yes, absolutely. You um, you tell people about your offers in them, but they're not a hard sell. It's more like a suggestion. It's... Um, you're going to tell a story in it, you're going to provide value, you're going to give them suggestions on how, you know, if you're having this problem, this is the way to solve it. And if you need more help, I can help you. And here's how I can help you. So it's not a hard sell, you know, you leave your car salesman at the door. Right. And what happens is people learned they learn to like you and then love you and then they become your loyal fans so that when it comes time for a launch or a sales period and you start sending them those marketing emails every day for a week or two weeks they are already warmed up and they love you and they want everything you have and they're ready to buy does that make sense
1: Yes. And I love this because I want to talk about like what should go in a newsletter? Like how can you warm them up that when you do start those marketing portions, like they're in it. They're like, we're warm, we're hot. Let's do this.
0: Absolutely. So what goes into your newsletter is a newsletter. If you think about it, like writing a letter to a friend, it should be easy. Right. Think about a friend that can that you want to. Um, that you want to help, or that ideal client that you just want, you just want to offer them some help. So um, you want to tell some sort of story, you want to give them a peek into your life outside of your business. So like in my newsletter, I talk about my kids and my husband all the time, um, I'm a big nerd, hence the reason my, my company called the Nerdy Quill. Um, I talk about, so I talk about like superhero movies. I talk about movies all the time and TV and all that kind of stuff. And then I refer back to newsletters, right? Um, but you're going to tell stories. You're going to offer value, right? That kind of thing. So think of it like writing a letter as opposed to sell, sell, sell um, yeah, writing a letter to a friend, tell us, tell them a story.
1: Okay. And do you, do you incorporate like what you do within these stories or is just, it's just all personal?
0: Yeah, definitely incorporate what you do within the story because you want to be providing value. So for instance, um, when I'm talking about a nurture sequence, right. Like a freebie, and how you need to have a nurture sequence with it, and then that leads them into your emails. I often sort of, I talk about, like, the um, kind of, like, the dating world kind of, right? So, like, would you, you know, would you, um, when you first meet somebody, would you instantly um, ask them to marry you? Well, probably not. If you showed up on your first date and they proposed marriage, you'd be like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Right? So you're going to have your lead magnet. And then the nurture, the lead magnet is like kind of like the first date and the nurture sequence is when you're first getting to know each other. Right? The initial dating. And then they move into the newsletter, which is like the long term relationship. Right? Right
1: so so you recommend first starting a little nurture sequence before they get straight into your newsletter
0: absolutely absolutely because okay. you and need to do, do it like them a little day, bit.
1: A three day? what would you think what would be a good span like okay you're just, just getting someone onto your email mm-hmm. you have your nurture mm-hmm. how does that look like is it like a three sp- a three email span is it
0: yeah so normally i recommend like it's four like sort of four emails so your first email is basically you're going to welcome them to your list if you've offered them a freebie you're going to give them the freebie um you're going to you know thank them for signing up and then you want to sort of create an expectation of this is what the newsletter is going to be about this is how often you're going to you can expect to get the newsletter And um, then a little P.S. maybe saying, by the way, I'm going to pop into your inbox a couple more times just as we're getting to know each other. And that's the first email. Short and sweet. Second one, um, you're going to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm me. This is how this is what I do. This is how I got to where I am. And if I'm not doing what I'm doing, um, this is what I like to do outside so i like to for me i like to crochet and watch doctor who and drink lots of tea
1: oh that's good yes
0: yeah and then that's you know again short and sweet and then email number three you're going to tell them a little story and um that's going to lead them into your offers and how you can help them and this is your offers And so it's a little bit more salesy than the first two because there's zero sales in the first two, but it's, you're, you're going to let them know how you can help. And then the fourth email, you're going to offer some testimonies. So they, they know that you're the expert.
1: Mm, That's good.
0: Yeah. And then, and you're going to send them out over um, a four to seven day period.
1: And like, like
0: once a day. You can do it once a day or you can do it every other day. Which one is better? Uh, it depends on your audience. So if your audience is someone that you feel sort of has the time, sort of if you're business to consumer, right? Yeah. Um, I recommend every day. But okay. if you're more business to business, then I recommend every other day. Or okay. every two every like two days in between, so spacing it out a bit, and then after that they just go onto your regular newsletter because now you finish the dating, and now you're gonna head into the long term relationship.
1: I like that. Yeah, because I have been doing um like I have a Facebook group that people come into, and I've been doing like all like a huge you know page of saying welcome, mm-hmm. but here's what we offer in the group. And then after that, they're straight in my newsletter.
0: <laughs> so they don't even know who you are.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. there. Well, there's a book, like there's a, there is a little blurb about me with a mm-hmm. book, a call, book, a chat with me at the bottom, like a picture of me and my family. And then like, Hey, I am a brand strategist, right. Marketing coach, you know, so that, and then they go straight into my newsletter because I am very personable in my newsletter. Not doing, you know, and I do sell in there and stuff like that. But I, I'm more like in my PSs, I talk about my family or I talk about certain personal things, um, but I try to give tips. So I'm like, I think straight going straight in there is going to be the best. <laughs> but I like these with lead magnets because my Facebook group is a little bit different, but I think with yes. a lead magnet that that I do do a three, I do a three day yeah. instead of as opposed to a four day, but I really like the extra um because okay, i usually split i usually do the, the three and four day that you said the third day you go into your offer your sales and then mm-hmm. the fourth day the testimonials i usually do that in the third day both sales like what the sale is and with along with testimonials but, yeah yeah te- um yeah yeah so, so it's kind of like the same mm-hmm
0: yeah. And sort of the idea of a nurture sequence is that sort of that dating kind of period, I always refer it back to that. And then also, um, it gives them the chance to start getting to know you and for you to stay top of mind. Because if you're in their sort of in their face four times, then when you start getting when they're on your regular newsletter list, and in there, they'll remember who you are, so they'll more. open your newsletter. Whereas uh, if you just more. deliver the the freebie, the lead magnet, and then yeah. they go straight onto your newsletter, they have no idea who you yes. are and why they should yeah. be opening that newsletter.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I love that because I do have a sequence that, it, you know, a workflow that's one, two, three email, and then they get tagged into the segment of the newsletter. Right. So perfect. Boom. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay. What have you seen that really works when it comes to email sales?
0: Emails work way better than social media. I'll just put it out there Um, because people are on social media for entertainment and for um, fun and they're not really there to purchase. It's also Mm -hmm. much harder to get in front of your audience because of algorithms. So email is where, people um build those relationships to make those sales um so email is more and more people are finding um especially it's it's especially since the pandemic had us locked in for so long yes it has changed marketing so much from um uh, from the way it used to be done to people just want um, relationships. Now people are no longer buying from businesses. They're buying from other people. So if you're not friends, if they don't know who you are, if and the world has changed so much in such a short amount of time that people want to know who you are and what you stand for, what your values are. And it's very difficult to get that across um, in other other ways, unless they're listening to you regularly on like your podcast, or if they're regularly, you're showing up for them in your email. So things like podcasts and e- newsletters are becoming more and more and more important um, for marketing and for sales. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I,
1: what I call social media is like touch points, like LinkedIn touch point. Yeah. Um, Instagram, a touch point, TikTok, a touch point, your Facebook group, a touch point. And I feel as though I, you go in deeper with me and I want, on am on conversation within the newsletter, but yeah. I'll stay in front of mind. If I'm, if I already have kind of like this ecosystem that I'm doing, that things are already set up, then I'm just working the wheel. Right. It's almost yep. like a wheel. You just work. Okay. Um, you got, you have a whole system, right? You have the whole system. You're, you're, you know, you're on your podcast and you're, you're kicking out content that people find valuable. That's number one, memorable, right? Also valuable, memorable, entertaining, um, resonates. And then when you are on social media, it's just to remind them, Hey, I am here, right? For sure. (laughs) I'm here. I'm showing up.
0: (laughs) It's just a reminder it is absolutely and um the wonderful thing about podcasts and i love this is for people that have podcasts you're already creating that beautiful content so for anyone that has a podcast who doesn't have a newsletter what a missed opportunity. Cause you can oh, yeah. literally take your podcast and just turn that into your newsletter. And then take that newsletter and put it up as a blog. And then take that content and put it up as your social media. Because mm-hmm. if people see the exact same content in four or six different places, that's great. <laughs> because all like, of exactly. <laughs> yeah, because all of those are touch points. And it takes six to fifteen touch points before people really get it sunk into their head. So if they see it everywhere, that's fantastic. I mean, how often, how often has um, something you, you finally gone, um, oh, hey, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that because like your best friend or your sister has said something. And then like your partner has gone, oh my goodness, I have been saying that for a week now. Right. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, this is the first I've heard of it right yes. it happens all the time right like my husband will suddenly be like oh you know what I'm gonna do because I just heard this thing and I'm like I have been trying to get you to do that for a month right and it's like he's never even heard the idea before right and it, it's it's because it takes that many touch points so just content repurposing is brilliant it's my jam i love it so much
1: Oh yeah. So take us a little bit through like how, cause that's what I do. I am totally up in my blog. Absolutely. SEO, find me on Google, totally up in Pinterest mm-hmm. <laughs> that post, you know, we, we build some graphics, make it, you know, we, we get a little quote from the podcast within the graphic. Brilliant. I know. And then I use something called missing letter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna it. I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. Missing Letter allows me to post in multiple areas, allows me to post on Facebook. It does a campaign, a year long campaign. And so it repurposes my content for me that I don't have to think about it. I just set it up one time. It it populates the graphics. It populates from the blog post because you sync it up to your blog. It populates, yeah, girl. It populates um, the quotes within the blog post. So it puts up little, like, little, like blurbs. And, and it, then it goes to my Facebook, my LinkedIn, uh, my Facebook page. And it's like every like couple of days. So it's repurposing. It doesn't do it like all the time. And it, and it repurposed all of my content. So I have like 52 campaigns that are repurposing my content and it's just kicking it out that people can just, Oh, I didn't click on, you know?
0: Oh my God. This is genius. And it's,
1: and it's like, and it's growing my LinkedIn by itself. Because I don't even go in LinkedIn, I get a whole bunch of notifications because I can't keep up with everything, and it's growing effortlessly. My LinkedIn, I just started my LinkedIn, um, and I already have. I just started, like I think this year, my LinkedIn, and it's already like grown it. And I'm like, oh wow, this is.
0: Oh, that's genius! Yeah. Oh yeah. Letter. Definitely put this that in the show notes because this uh, is the- something everybody needs.
1: Oh yeah. And, and I don't have to do it. I don't have to, I just, well, I sit down and build out the campaign and then I put publish and then it it kicks it out like one, the first day and then day six, then day 19 and it kicks it out for the full year.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. So I'm always doing content. Even when I'm not doing content, I'm posting.
0: (laughs) Amazing. As a content creator, this is just music to my ears. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like,
1: and I, and I try to tell people about it, you know, I'm like missing letter. have you heard of missing letter? You need, you need to get on yeah. it.
0: Cause you know, this is something that people, um, I, people tell me all the time when they're talking about their newsletters, I don't know what to write. Right. Yes. And you know what people have more to say than they realize. Right.
1: Absolutely. And
0: you can repurpose your topics. Over and over and over. If you haven't talked about it in a month, it's time to talk about it again. Oh, yeah. Right? Because um, this is a terrible way to say it. And my sister would, you know, be very angry. She's always like, you shouldn't talk about people like that. I'm like, but it's true. People are goldfish. We have the intention span of a goldfish. Because we have so much in our faces all the time. Right. Like my kid, I can be really excited about something. And then one of my kids walks into the living room and says something to me. And that that thing I was so excited about, I have completely forgotten about it. Right? We have so much coming at us that we don't remember anything. Right? So having those reminders constantly coming at us is exactly what we need in order to get it into our brain for us to remember it for us to absorb it and digest it so that we can then follow through and hire you and work with you so like if i haven't talked about nurture sequences in a month you better believe i'm going to talk about them again if i haven't talked about um you know using ai To come up with content ideas in two weeks, you better believe I'm going to be saying something about using AI for content ideas on my newsletter, because AI has changed the way I come up with content ideas. Um, It's just, it's fantastic. And if you, you know, and these are all the like the good tips you're going to get if you join my newsletter. (laughs) So like, there's absolutely,
1: I really believe a podcast is a place that you drop your gems.
0: Yeah, because
1: you know things are a lot deeper, right? Than what we can cover in an hour of a, of a of an episode. Yeah, you know, especially like AI, like that is Chat GPT is one of the biggest. Like what I do with content, I look at my pin posts and I look at the ones that are pinned the most. I'm like, okay, I got to retouch on that one. On mm-hmm. that topic. Because I know that's a a hot topic. And that's the beauty of using your blog and using Pinterest and using these platforms that maximizes your reach, but also gives you insights and analytics. And you can actually see what content is going to be the most effective to get my voice out there. That I can break through the noise. Yeah. Because those topics... You have a different spin. We have we all like you have a different voice than what I have a different voice of. we have a different strategy and all that, but your voice may be the one that breaks through the noise on a particular yeah. topic. And I and I saw that chat GPT, like I probably could go viral viral if I just talk about chat GPT because everybody is looking for ways to use AI.
0: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, and just keep talking about. You're, I mean, you are the expert, period, in what you do. And just keep telling people about it. Just keep telling people about it. Your special sauce, someone is looking for it. And your newsletter is such a great way to just get out there and tell people about it. And you can talk about the same thing over and over and over in that newsletter. Just put a different story behind it, a different spin on it, you know, yeah, Show, and show the, people who you are as a human and they are going to fall in love with you and they are going to want to throw money at you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, where's my wallet? Let me go get it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Sarah, where can people find you?
0: Okay, great. Yes. So my website is thenerdyquill.ca because I'm in Canada. So CA. Um, and I'm on Facebook at the Nerdy Quill. And Instagram at The Nerdy Quill. Um, Although I often forget about Instagram, um, I'm terrible at social media, which is why I'm a newsletter specialist. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn at uh, Sarah Dickinson NQ, I think it is. But again, I forget about LinkedIn all the time. Um, Find me on Facebook. That's the best place. (laughs) Um, At The Nerdy Quill on Facebook. Um, and uh, I also have a freebie um, which is a content planner Um, and um, yeah because I will be adding it to
1: the show notes (laughs)
0: yes thank you because I really want to help everybody with content planning because I find it is so easy and it is difficult for I acknowledge it is difficult for for a lot of people where it's super easy for me so it's the way I make content planning easy.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a chance, stop by the website at lyndabendable.com, sign up for the blog cure, which is an awesome, awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level. And join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for study. Thank you for saying. Easy.